Congratulations. Uh, excuse me, I'm going to take off the mask only during the sermon. I'm going to put it back after. So, uh, In the, the book of the sayings of the Desert Fathers, there is a story that some of the brethren went to St. Anthony. And this was common, that the people would go to a righteous father. And usually they would go and say, Speak a word. What can we do so we can be saved? So they went with that question and they asked St. Anthony, speak a word so we can be saved. So he told them, the old man said to them, you have heard the scriptures. That should teach you how. If you want to know how can you be saved, read the scripture. They will tell you. So, but they said, we want to hear from you too, Father. Then the old man said to them, the gospel says, if anyone strikes you, strikes you on, on one cheek, turn to him the other also. This is what you have just heard in, in the gospel of today. So he told them, here are the commandments, do them. And they answered, we, they said, we cannot do that. The old man said, if you cannot offer the other cheek, at least allow one cheek to be struck. So if you are not able to turn the other cheek, at least accept what what happened. So they said, we cannot do that. So he told them, okay, do not return evil for evil. He said, we cannot do that. And his response was, he called his disciple and he said to him, prepare a little brew of corn for the invalids. If you cannot do this or that, what can I do for you? What you need is prayers. I cannot do anything to you. Here are the commandments. Here are the commandments of God. And this is the only thing that can help you be saved. You live according to this word. If you didn't, if you don't want, if you are not asking my grace to help you to do the commandments, then no one can help you with anything. I want to speak of God's commandments. I know we are at church. We come to church. We are Christians. But the problem we have in mind, if, if I said, how much do we believe in the truth of the commandments. We will say, yeah, they are true. But not easy. They are, they are good. But they are difficult. We cannot do that. They are not practical. And we have that in mind. And I hope we search this and examine ourselves. We have this in, in the back of our, our minds. And because of that, we tolerate things that definitely are in, in contradiction, things that are incongruent with, with the, the commandments. We allow them in our lives. And I think if the more sincere we are, we want to think of the little things, daily things, what we listen to. I mean, yesterday, Someone was complaining. There is like a network, a, a, a social network for our neighborhood. So one was complaining that people are 
are firing cherry bombs. I didn't know what cherry bombs are. So I googled them. What, what are cherry bombs? I think you, you know what cherry bombs are, but I, I didn't know. So I, I, I googled it. And then the first thing that came was a song from the 70s or something. And I don't know if you know, you know it. <laughs> anyway, so the, the lyrics of the songs are full of rebellious, rebellion. Full of, I, I felt pity for the people who would hear a song like this. And it was sung by a teenager. But that time. And I think if we listen to it, it's full of rebe- Don't think of any bad words or curse words on, on the song. The thought itself. If you, and it, it identifies with the rebellion that any teenager would have. But it reinforces it. It reinforces it. And it's definitely against what the, 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 the word of God is telling us. I'm giving just an example of how much we be living in and, and, and dealing with things that are not helpful at all to live according to the commandments. So I think we need to ask ourselves, what in our life is, is in contradiction with God's commands? And we need to start working on that. And I'm going to speak of how can we live according to the commandments. But at least the first thing is that we need to examine ourselves. We shouldn't be living with value system that is partly Christian and partly worldly. Because this means that we are not on the right path. There might be things that we we have taken, we have acquired from the world. Yes. But we are here in church to work to get rid of that. To fight against it. Because we need to be Christ-like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer three questions. Why and how and what? Why, how and what? The simple question when we deal with any topic. Why and how and what? Why do we live according to the commandments? Why should we do the commandments? And the answer, I think, one of the, the best places we can go to, to, when, to read about the commandments, to listen about the commandments, to hear about the commandments, is the, the, the Psalm 118, the long song, the longest actually psalm that we, we pray in the, the, the midnight prayer. And I picked, I mean, you can from each and every part, it's 22 parts, because this psalm is, is ordered by the, the, the Hebrew alphabet, and the Hebrew alphabet is 22 uh, letters. So it's 22 parts because of the 22 letters, and each part, each verse of each part begins with the letter, let's say the first letter, Aleph, the bait, and, and so forth. So, and, and what would be a nice exercise that we, you go home and, and read the psalm and take from each part at least one verse that tells you something about the commandments. Not just googling, do a Google search about the commandments in Psalm 118, but it's more than what does it touch you from each part of this psalm about God's command. Anyway, so I'm gonna say three things 
Why should we live according to the commandments? Then David, the psalmist says, Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe your commandments. I believe them. They are true. Again, if I asked anyone in the church, I'm sure that almost 100%, if I asked you, God's commands, are they true? You will say yes. Okay, but you believe in them? Yes, but. There is always a but. But, cannot do them. But, they are not practical. And we can have a long list of but. So, the first thing that we, why do we need to live according to God's command? Because they are true. The second thing, he says, remember the word of yours to your servant, upon which you have caused me to hope. They are a source of hope. In a world that is, the more we receive from it, the more we live in it, the more we face things in it, the more we become hopeless. I mean, I think we are in, in a time of huge uncertainty. And this is what should we, this is what we should expect from the world. Yes, the epidemic will, will go away, but we don't know what's, what's gonna happen. After, whether in a personal level or now we see something on a global level, on a global level, we don't know, no one has, no one is able to, to make plans for anything. If I asked you, your school is going to be online or on campus. No. We don't know. If I asked you anything about a month, one month, we don't know. But we know one thing, that we have hope according to God's word. So remember the, the, the word to your servant upon which you have caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has given me life. Your word has given me life. Yes, I can be dead. No one trusts anything in this life. But we know that. Nothing can scare us, even death itself. The worst enemy, as, as St. Paul is saying in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, even death is not scaring us, because we have life in God's word. The last thing of why, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you want to live a holy life, Hide your, the word in your heart. St. Anthony also was saying, try to have a reference from the Bible about everything you do in your life. But that means or implies that I should know the word of God and it should be always present in my mind, in my heart, in my thought. And I try to put this into action. That's why Jesus said, you are now pure because of the word I gave you. How? The how I think I'm gonna take two things that we can find in, in the other readings other than the gospel. By the way, the gospel of today is the abridged version of the, the, the Sermon of the Mount, which was in, 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 in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. It's repeated, but again, an abridged version of it in Luke 6. So today we, 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 the, the passage that was read is from the abridged version of Luke 6.
So, but from the other parts, the, 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 the Pauline epistle, it begins with continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Continue earnestly in prayer. Why should I continue earnestly in prayer? Because by prayer, I would be able to live according to the commandments. And by prayer, I can be cleansed. By prayer, I can have the power to do the difficult, the difficult commandments. They seem difficult if I by myself try to live according to them. But if I rely in prayer, on prayer and God's grace, and we're gonna see at the end, Saint Theophan the Recluse, he speaks of God's grace, divine grace. By the divine grace we can live by the commandments. The other thing from, from the, the Catholic epistle of St. James, my brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. We need patience. We need endurance. We need perseverance. We need to, to be persistent in, in our attempt to live according to the commandments. Yes, we fail. We fail a lot. But we never give up. Especially, the battle is not ours. It is God's. The battle is God's. As he was telling his people, the Israelites, the battle is mine. You, you will see me grant you victory. You will see me. It's, the battle is not yours, it's mine. The last thing, okay, what are, what is the, 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 why do, should we do that? What we're gonna get? And, and again, Jesus said today, two things. You, your reward will be great. I'm not sure if he said in heaven. I think he said in heaven. You will be great only. But will be great. And I think in, in heaven can, we can understand from the context that, yeah, your reward will be great. And even on earth, hope and comfort and a heavenly inheritance. A heavenly inheritance. So we are expecting that. We are waiting for this. We live our life. We, we work to earn money because we want to do some, something with that money. So the, that money is the reward for which we are working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And the, 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 any endurance, any difficulty we're gonna have to live according to God's commandments, any tribulation we're gonna go through and will withstand, because that reward, and this reward is greater than anything. Because anything we will work for is temporary, but, but, Anything that we'll get as heavenly is, is permanent. And the other thing he said, you will be sons of the Most High. You will abide. If you are, we are adopted as God's children, but we'll, we'll enjoy that status forever. We'll abide in it. The last thing I'm gonna say is one of the, 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 the sayings of Saint Theophan the Recluse. He says, true, one may know man's final goal, communion with God. What is our final goal? To have communion with God. We are taking communion 
Because we're going to abide in Christ and Christ abide in us. Here on earth. Until we have the full communion with Him in heaven. He granted us the power through the sacraments that we can have the full communion with Him. So we know that. True one may know man's final goal, communion with God. And one may describe the path to it. So how? What is the path to that communion? Faith and walking in the commandments. Faith and walking in the commandments. You should walk. Commandments is not just checklist, I did or I did not. It's something you walk on. Again, David in the, 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 the large psalm, he said, for every thing there is an end, but your commandments are endless. It's a long way to go. The path to it, faith and walking in the commandments with the aid of divine grace. You are not alone. The, the commandments would be very difficult if I think I'm going to do them. But if I think I'm aided by the grace, by the power of the one who asked me to live according to them, by the one who came and took my nature and was able to fulfill them perfectly. If I'm aided with Jesus Christ who granted me a new nature, by the Holy Spirit in whom I'm reborn, then I can. So with the aid of the divine grace, one need only say in addition, here is the path, start walking. Let's start walking. I think this is a nice end, not just to the sermon, but I think we, the, the end of what we are listening here is start walking. I think coming to church, it's not the, 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 the liturgy ended. Actually, the end of the liturgy should be that we start walking and glory be to God forever.